This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the Redskins signings from the week, including a couple old receivers, Wade and Galloway. We talk about Chris Horton and his slow recovery, and Aaron's precarious picks. Much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 hey, what's yo. happening? What is what's up? Happening? Welcome. What's up? Episode 210. Greetings, my excellent friend. There he is. <laughs> There's Rufus. <laughs> Welcome to the long-awaited Episode 210, the episode when I make my precarious predictions. But I'm fine. The only predictions you'll hear at HarryHogFootball.com. And we've got other stuff on the show for you tonight. We talk about some signings of some dudes, um, some injury reports. Some dudes. Um, the new scoreboards at the stadium. And is that about it? Yeah, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Fred Smoot and his new business opportunities. And that's perhaps he is still as of yet unsigned. Well, I thought maybe he'd start up a uh, riverboat company or something like that, but you know, interesting. I think he should start. That would probably be a bad, bad business decision on his part. I think he should start a chimney sweep business. Smoot sweepers. Yeah. The word smoot, it just kind of reminds me of like soot and stuff. So like, (laughs) I can see his Apparently, commercial, man. He'll, he'll be running around like, chim 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 Smoot will sweep your dirty chimney. <laughs> as clean as can be. <laughs> um, yeah, all we need to do is like, see some bad, like, Eastern Motor-style commercial in the greater D.C. <laughs> area with Fred Smoot and Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. That's right. <laughs> he'll walk in and be like, Hello, Carlos Rogers. And they're like jumping up and oh, clicking yeah. their heels can, together. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Smoot trying to do some an English accent, like a Cockney accent out there? Um, it would be so bad. Hello, Mary Poppins. <laughs> it would be so bad. It would be fantastic, Smoot. If it's you're about listening, like, you have to do this. Good day, Mary. It's a lovely it's about holiday. Like Dick Van Dyke Mary. doing a bad, bad accent. <laughs> anyway, that's later in the show, not now. They make the sunshine bright. <laughs> I'm down to do the all around high. <laughs> when oh. friends grow old, your end, you feel so grand. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> when Smoot sweeps your chimney, you feel so chimney. <laughs> oh, man. It has to happen. Oh, happen. man. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry, I bit that. I bit that one. All right. That was John. That was All me. Right. Well, the first time, that was me. Well, let's jump right into this itinerary because there's quite a few things to talk about, including Aaron's precarious prediction. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's Aaron's week to finally do his precarious predictions for the year going into the 2010 season. Yeah, I do have to point out last year I didn't do so hot. I was like 4-12 and 12 with my predictions. So. Yeah, that's why predictions suck. Anyway, moving right into the itinerary, the first thing up is the Redskins signed a couple of old geese receivers this week. Um, one of them, Joey Galloway. Uh, of course, well, former cowboy. Former cowboy. Once a cowboy, always a cowboy. <laughs> and let me see. They also oh. signed Bobby Wade, a crappy fantasy player from the Chicago Bears, Tennessee Titans, <laughs> that's the, the Vikings, and the Kansas crappy City Chiefs. Player. Dude, that's what it's come down to in this day and age. You listen, you hear, and you're like, they signed who? Bobby Wade? 
oh, I remember him. He had like two good games in 2007, and I picked him up on my fantasy team, and then he sucked. <laughs> and that's what it's come down to for a lot of us nowadays. You're just like, I've heard of that guy. But then again, you know, if it weren't for fantasy football, a lot of these guys you never, ever would have heard of before. Who the hell would have known who Bobby Wade was? I know one thing. These guys probably aren't going to make the team. I I think you're right, Aaron. I think neither one of these guys will make the team. You know what? I, I actually I wouldn't be surprised, unfortunately, if ex cowboy Joey Galloway makes the team because of his veteran experience. But you know what? We got Santana Moss. We don't need another KG veteran. Dude, if they want to bring back a veteran, bring back Art Monk. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. We don't Arthur Monk. We don't need Joey Galloway. That's all I have to say. Dude, I know. If they want to bring him back, let him come back as a wide receivers coach. Yeah, we know. Anyway, what do you think, John? I don't know, dude. I think I think he's here for a year. I think he'll make the team, and we'll see him. We'll see him taking snaps on two wide out sets with Santana Moss. I think we'll see it. Well, I, I wonder. Well, number one, no hopefully he doesn't, because I'm afraid that might wash out Marco Mitchell, my dog. And number two. Um, dude, he's 38 years old, so he may he could make the team as a coaching consultant type of guy. You know, he gets cut, but they bring him back in a yet as of a unspecified coaching role, kind of like Chris Samuels has. Dude, I really dude, don't. He used to be like he used to be super fast, Joey Galloway. So did Daryl like, Green. He was really like, good. So did yeah. Daryl Green, and he's not on the team anymore. Well, dude, he's like 50 now. I'm just saying. I think his big I think his big years were when he was with the Bucks. He had a couple of big seasons there. Um, but like anyway, 2000. I don't think we need these guys. Well, this is what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying we need them, but but like I'm thinking, you know, if we send four wideouts and we have Joey Galloway as one of them, so then you got your dog Santana Moss. Who else we got in there? We got rid of Randall L. We got Marco Mitchell, right? He's he's in there. Devin Thomas, Devin Malcolm Thomas. Kelly. We got Malcolm Kelly, who both Devin need Tom- to really. This is the year they got to step up. It's their third year. I can't see. Well, that's what I'm saying. I can't. You take you take Moss and you take Galloway and you let them mentor those two young guys and you put them out there together on the field. Mm-hmm. And and look at the targets you got for for Donovan McNabb to throw to. Well, they're not going to keep right. more than five receivers. And um, basically, Gary Clark. Uh, why would we t- keep a veteran and get rid of an emerging player and keep one of these dudes who maybe has one or two years left and they're. Maybe maybe the emerging player sucks and we don't know it. Dude, Malcolm Kelly and Devin Thomas turned some corners near the end of last year. I agree. I think they're both going to have. And really so good did Marco but, Mitchell. You know, actually, he he was starting yeah. to pick it up. And and then we also have this uh-huh. other dude, this kick returner guy, but um, this Terrence Austin guy. They say has a chance to make the team. And so that guy would be gone, and then we won't have a kick returner. So I just don't see us. I don't see any space for either of these guys. Well, let's take a look at the roster real quick, because right now there's about 13,000 receivers (laughs) on the roster, including, other than the guys we've mentioned, Marquise Hagens. He's not good. Terrence Austin, like you were talking about. um, James Robinson. Who's that? Who? Roydell Williams. Who? Who was a third-year player. Yeah, exactly. Um, There's a bunch of guys. Anthony Armstrong. Well, those guys aren't going to make it. Those guys are gone. A couple of them might make the practice squad so that Colt Brennan Brennan has someone to throw to. Put it this way five of these guys, their number in the the roster is listed as zero. As in the number of games they're going to play for the Redskins this year. (laughs) Dude, there's there's not enough numbers in the I think James Robinson has a really good chance out of Butler Community College in Kansas. Danger. Danger, James Robinson. Well, actually, if he's coming from Butler Community College and they actually have him on his radar, maybe they, maybe he does. I don't know. Hey, you know, you know, the caveman came out of a community college. He came out of Walla Walla Community. Weirder things have happened. Well, but I'm just saying, I'd rather. I don't see them cutting if they're trying to build a team. I don't see them cutting one of these younger guys that we think actually might make the team to keep Joey Galloway because. If you're going to cut Devin Thomas or even Marco Mitchell, they're going to go somewhere and like come back to haunt us in five years while look, Galloway's dude, sitting there watching this, TV. I'm going to bring him up so you better have the music ready. Shanahan is he's a stickler for parking spaces. I mean, what's he going to do if some guy oversleeps? Yeah, 
Well, dudes, we all know that Alan the Bruce, like his father before him, loves those old veterans. So it would not surprise me if uh, if uh, Joey Galloway makes the team. But I, I kind of agree with Aaron. I think we need to go with younger talent. We need to definitely get younger there. He's trying, he's trying to bring back the over-the-hill gang, too. Dude, he's already brought him back. I think it would but be a dumb. At the same time, he cut a lot of dead weight. So you know, I think they're finding they're uh, they're they're finding the uh, they're finding a good middle ground because the shanty is probably just like we can't have all these old ass dudes on the team like your dad had. We need to have some young guys <laughs> like your dad. We need to have well, dude, we need to cream of some young guy. As Aaron said, I gotta say, I'd rather have Randall L and Galloway or Wade. How about you guys? Sick, sick, um, dudes. Ew. Well, we also we also um, did I did I miss this? Did you guys already mention this? We we signed those two guys, but we also signed like uh, four undrafted free agents. Um, we talked we about talked that about last, that last week, week, dude. Did we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it was a long podcast, and there was a lot of people we talked about did, signing. But yeah, those guys were in there. Didn't we sign a couple more? No, didn't we sign a few more uh, undrafted? No, they just put week? out the official press release on those dudes that Aaron totally broke the story on. <laughs> yeah, um, remember I was like, I can't oh, really substantiate. Right. Aaron, I forgot. Okay, I got you. Aaron broke the wind on that. That's right, because because those guys were that was like Darian Scott and those guys. Darian Scott and yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron broke the wind on that last week. Whoa! Exactly. I was cutting some Dude, okay. out in the floorboards. All right, moving on. Don't want to start any rumors that aren't true. Okay, yeah. So those guys that we talked about last week, they signed at least four of them. You, and, you mean last week when you couldn't hear me because my uh, because my technology crapped out? Yeah, pretty much. We, yeah, we like to call it "poop the bed" around these parts, except yes, we don't poop, use the word my, "poops." We probably my technology pooped we, the bed, so it sounded like I was calling in from like some, uh, you know. Middle American roadside telephone where I had, lick, I had to like lick two wires and stick them to a piece of straw and like <laughs> wave my hands and hopefully hope the phone call. Yeah, you, had, you had to climb the pole like on Green Acres. <laughs> did, did you did you wiggle the wires before you licked them? That's right. Yes, I did. I wiggled them. I wiggled the wires. Anyway, yeah, we probably lost about our last fifty listeners last week after that crap. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> like, man, like, Josh's like audio. Crap. Josh's audio sucks. We, you know, we were trying to get Lorenzo Alexander to come on and talk about his uh, ride to provide. He probably listened to us last week and was like, "Man, that sounded like crap. I'm not coming on there." It's like that. Ah, crap. Well, John sounded like crap too because if either or of you guys is craps out, I have to use the backup, backup. recording of everything. The backup both recording. And the backup is like Aaron has this lo-fi like speaker sitting next to some Radio Shack microphone that like records our phone conversation. No, it's so on track. Actually, no, it's on, not. On it's on a, it's a, then he mixes it down to cassette. No, it's actually a digital hybrid, and it was an expensive piece of equipment, but it still doesn't work that great. A hybrid, it's like a liger. It's mainly used for interviews, like live interviews on radio. So, does the gas pedal stick? All I know okay, is. Let's move forward. <laughs> the next item of business is Chris Horton. Um, I read this week that Chris Horton can run full speed straight ahead, but However, he still cannot stay with wide receivers going to the side. I believe well, but the technical like... term is that he cannot move laterally. <laughs> that, so what? That means the full side. speed straight ahead, but only like 10% when he turns sideways or something? I mean, what's the... He, he, he it hurts him when he tries to tries to go sideways so no, yeah they, basically one? that's the thing that fred or uh one of the things sean springs used to complain about he would Turf say him. oh yeah i'm getting better i'm getting better but i can't cut i can't cut to the side so i'm gonna get burnt that's why i can't play nine games out of 16 every year mm-hmm. mm. anyway chris horton so no, what's the deal what's the deal with him because he had like that uh that toe injury what was the toe what was that injury? he like messed up a ligament a, or something yeah, it's a toe. ligament damage. So his toe's all messed up. It's more than turf toe. Whose fault is that, man? Can you blame that on Reebok for the bad shoes they gave him or something? I don't, um, I don't know. I don't know if I don't remember if it happened at home on the turf or as in the natural turf or on the road on an artificial surface. On the golf. I road. don't know either, but we kinda need him back because yeah. Kareem Moore kind of sucks and Leron Landry, as we know, is going downhill and Dowdy is, you know, Standard at best, so like we, dude. I know, think Reed Dowdy's got. 
I like Reed Dowdy, man. Yeah, but he, we he, all he, like he Reed Dowdy. You know, he can't cover that well though. He's good like coming in and blitzing and like making tackles. He's up good at the making line. a tackle. He, he and Laron Landry are both good coming up in the box. They need to be up in the box and making tackles and 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 stuff in the run. But you put him back in coverage and they get exposed very very badly. Right, he's better than Laurent Landry though at like not overshooting the box when he comes in for that tackle. It's because he's Laurent smart. Laurent Landry just like dives right through the box. Like if the TV is the box, you watch Laurent Laurent Landry come in on the right side and go out on the left side, and the guy's still standing in the middle. He sailor dives across your radio dial, as I would say, <laughs> from left I, to right. I hope radio dial. Like I hope we see more. More out of Laron Landry this year. I hope uh, he calms down a bit and starts using his head a little bit more, making some better I think, tackles. Dudes, I think everyone is going to play better this year because they have a coach that's not, you know, a, just a bizarre head case like we used to have last couple of years. And there's, you know, there's accountability going on at Redskins Park. Everyone is buying into the system except for Fat Albert Hainsworth. I think we're going to be in good shape. I'm not concerned. Dudes, I'm not concerned. Unlike Fat Albert Hainsworth, I think the team's going to be in good shape this year. Yeah. So anyway, I hope that that Chris Horton gets back because we're pretty thin at safety there. I would have liked to see us pick someone up, and I still would. Corner and safety, yeah. we uh, We got some undrafted dude, if I remember. Anderson Russell. I don't know anything about that dude. He probably won't make the team. But then again, Chris Horton was a seventh rounder, and that's who we're saying we really need back. So, yeah, yep, that is. If that's telling you anything, we need a safety. What's Ronnie Lott doing these days? Um, he's sitting there staring at his hand, going, "Damn, I wish I still had that digit." (laughs) Anyway, I bet he's sitting there staring at his hand, going, "Yep, it was worth it." No, dude, that's Ronnie Mills. As he look, because he's looking, because he's looking over, and on the other ring, he's got his Hall of Fame or fingers. He's got Ronnie his Hall Mills of Fame, said. and uh, he's got his, uh, you know, Super Bowl winning rings. And that's Ronnie Millsap, yeah. dude. Dude, that's, no, dude, that's, that's Ronnie Millsap. Ronnie, Ronnie Millsap. That's what Josh said. dude. <laughs> I can't tell you anything about. I don't know anything about Ronnie Millsap except I've heard Ronnie the name Millsap. of Millsap. Josh, what is Ronnie Millsap saying? I have no idea, dude. You know what Ronnie Millsap sings? I have no idea, sing, dude. Every time we ask Josh what is someone singing, he goes, "Oh, I think they sing that." I cry song. Dude, you know, dude, Ronnie Millsap you said that that was that. You said that that was a. Uh, the time. Who was who was it? Uh, Morris Day in the time. Morris Day in the time, and you were like, "Oh, I think they sing." These eyes are crying. These eyes have seen a lot of love, but they're never gonna find another woman like having you. Dude, I hate to tell you this. He's, he's a North Carolina. He's a North Carolina native. Ronnie Millsap is. Man. I thought Ronnie was a woman. Oh man! Oh, you're killing me, dude. Seriously. He sings like Smoky Mountain Rain, and you know, you're looking it up on uh, Google right now. You're on his Wikipedia. No, page. dude, no, I'm not on Google. I'm on Wikipedia. Come on, give me a break. I thought Ronnie was a woman. Uh, no, hey, it says he's credited with 40 number one hits in country music, third only to George Strait and Conway Twitty. <laughs> so if Ronnie, <laughs> so if Ronnie's not a woman, how come in that Eddie Money song he owes me 30 bucks? He goes, just like Ronnie said. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Before, just like Ronnie Millsap said. Hey, but before we start talking about Crystal Eddie Gale and Sing Eddie it. Rabbit, before we start talking about Crystal Gale and Eddie Rabbit, let's move ahead. Eddie Money. Singer. What, I think whatever. His real name is Edward Rabbit. Mahoney, but he changed it because he thought it was cooler. Mahoney? Yes. And he owes me 30 bucks. But moving forward. <laughs> and his last name's Money. How ironic is that? Dude, put 10 years of interest on that at 5%, then figure out how much he owes me. Dude, you might as well ask him for his first hit record. Like his first gold record. Or he probably his gold it, record. It Dude, he smashed that like in a drunken stupor one night. Dude, he is the only guy I think we've ever worked a concert for that played his one hit song twice. Because <laughs> he didn't have anything else to play. He did a it's like, he did a reprieve. We've like, we worked a lot of one hit wonder concerts in our day, but man, that dude, no one's ever played their one song twice in the same show because they didn't no, have dude. any other songs. 
It's because I think he was so high he forgot that he'd already played it. Well, Josh was telling me about a concert that he went to uh, where the person didn't play their one-hit wonder at all and everyone was mad. (laughs) (laughs) And that would have been the dude that did the American Pie song. What's his name? Don McLean. Don Don McLean? McLean? Yeah. Yeah. He refused to play play American Pie. All right, well, let's move (laughs) on. Enough about Ronnie Millsap. All right, Ronnie. And Eddie Rabbit. Um... So, Chris Horton, we hope you get better. I think this takes us into talking about uh, talking about the new scoreboards or the new video boards at FedEx Field. Yes. Uh, Dan Snyder or his, his cronies have chosen Dactronics out of South Dakota. Josh's buds. Two bills. Out of Brookings, South Dakota, by the way. Brookings. Josh's. Uh, Which is about 100 miles from nothing. Josh's friends over in South Dakota to build and design. A new video board, and here's what it's going to contain. We're just going to run through There's the some stack. good guys over there, man. Those are some good folks over there at Dactronics. So they'll, they'll take care of Dan Snyder for a small fee. Construction is already underway on the video boards, which will be 28 feet high and 100 feet wide, three times larger than the Yellow Cake Tron that fans are used to. <laughs> it's third down. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Now you'll see that in HD glory. All right. <laughs> That's the equivalent of a 1,200-inch diagonal TV in your living room. Well, it wouldn't fit in my living room. It would yeah. take approximately 675 flat panel TVs to fill hey, the Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hang on a minute, dude. That doesn't add up. What? Because 1,200 inches would be 100 feet, but everybody knows that diagonally it's a longer distance than it is the length or the width of the screen, which you just said was 100 feet wide. Yeah, you're right, dude. Oh. That means the people at that means the people at uh, what you would call it don't know what they're talking about. People at I FedEx do, are not doing their math. They're not checking I their math. This, yeah, I bet that this is information from the uh, from the bright people that work at FedEx Field or in Ashburn. I, I, I I'm willing to bet that this is something from Ashburn and not from Dactronics. It's just, they made the this stuff up, dude. Bill, Somebody Bill. walked into a to an uh, intern at. Um, at Redskins Park or whatever, and said, we need something on this screen. We've got to put a press release out. You, you do it. Just write something about it. No, it's... The, they took that information. Dude, There's it's probably some do-gooder who's just like, oh, come on, guys. It, come on, guys. Let's get positive about this. Come on, listen. It's only 100 feet wide. That's going to make it um, this many inches. Dude. 1,200 inches. It's the same people that analyze the non-existent waiting list. That came up with these numbers. <laughs> That's well, how anyway. nobody ends up equaling 200,000 people. Zero equals 200,000 in Ashburn. So anyway, yeah. according to these bogus stats, it would take 675 flat p- panel TVs to fill the area of one of the new end zone boards. But what size? That doesn't tell us anything. Yeah, what size flat you panel might, television? You might as well say it takes approximately 675 human heads to fill the area of the end zone board. Okay, more than three... Yeah, it doesn't po- give you any any measurements there. Yeah, three, 3.1 million individual LED pixels to illuminate the images. And now that's that, See, that's good. That's that's factual information right there. That, that tells us something. That's a lot. Um, 4.1 miles of wires, and they'll weigh 34,000 pounds each, and they'll be right over John's head. Oh, dearie, dearie. They're also going to have new game clocks, play clock, clocks, eight digital ribbon boards to annoy you, and new end zone displays in replacement <laughs> of other in-stadium video displays. But here's my question, and the one that we How all want to is- know, have they put any over the urinals? You go in those bathrooms, you're cut off from the world. Yeah, you know what, actually, and if you've been to a game there, you know how long the damn lines are in the bathrooms, too. In the dudes' bathrooms. Now, I have Um, to say, I haven't gone, as you know, Harry Hog Football has been boycotting the stadium in 2009 and 2008, only going to away games. But the last time I was there, they didn't have them in the... Yeah. So you can correct me if they've added them since. Yeah. Tom. Um, actually, I have a different question other than uh, have they have they fixed the, the bathroom problem. Uh, my question is, how much are the beers going to cost this year? Because the sign is not free. <laughs> uh, let me see. They'll probably be twelve bucks a piece, but if you go to that dude on the third on the uh, upper deck, they'll be thirteen. <laughs> 
Uh, you're never going to let that go, are you? No way. That guy probably hasn't even worked there for like three years. He probably got fired. He was probably on the first round of cuts. Cut! Cut! Anyway. All right, yes, the scoreboard should be pretty nice, and they are designed and built by Josh's friends in South Dakota. So. And they are not 1,200-inch diagonal screens. Josh, why don't if you anybody... call your buddy there and ask him what it really is so we can like break the story on this with some real facts. Hey, we, we, yeah, we could, uh, we could break some news on that. Or we great. could just... Or we could just do the math. I mean, you know, we could do that. If, if we had the right variables to put into the math problems, but they could just be making all this stuff up. Well, 28 feet, so we can figure inches. Anyway, we'll get back to you on that next week. Bruce, remember, we broke the wind right here first <laughs> on, this, on this story that, uh, you know, they're giving us bad Well, now, hold on, dude. You know that the 100 feet wide could include... Um, could include like, frame, like the like frame around it and bezel. stuff. Yeah, like whatever the bezel. It it could, but if it's the Dactronic scoreboards I'm thinking of, I'm thinking it's kind of bezel-less, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> All right. A quick word on Dactronics. Um, for those of you that have been to pretty much any stadium, these guys are, are worldwide huge. They do stuff at stadiums around the world, and from they they do stuff from like high school gyms and junior high gyms to stuff all around the world. They're they're leading company so it should be no matter what the hell the dimensions are it should be pretty sweet mm-hmm. even those like signs that when you walk on a golf course if you ever go to like you know a golf uh tournament that tell you you know be quiet and uh don't walk on the <laughs> green i mean they make those signs uh, you'll you'll start seeing dactronics everywhere if you start looking at scoreboards and uh they actually really are really good folks i used to uh be a representative for dactronics so they're really good folks yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So um, the moment you've been waiting for is coming up shortly. We're going to take a break real quick, and then we're going to come back Hurry up. with Aaron's Precarious Picks right after this break. You are listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Doesn't Ronnie Millsap sing this song? What? Doesn't Ronnie Millsap sing this song? Dude, this is way too funky for him. Break it down. Alright. We're back. John, you back from taking your leak? Oh yeah. WSB is what John has. The world's smallest bladder. Yay. <laughs> it's only been 28 minutes. It holds it holds approximately 0.37 beers. That's why John drinks beer from a shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you know what you reminded me of that is back in the college days doing the Power Hour, or even better, the 100 Club, the Century Club. Josh, I got your song playing, by the way. Nice. Yeah. But you broke it. Hey, John, do you have any music for me for the... Broke it. No, Aaron's Precarious Picks. We usually do that uh-oh, 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 uh-oh music, don't we? Oh, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. All right, here we go. Aaron's Precarious whoa, Picks. Whoa, In case you don't you know the nacho whoa, cheese, whoa. Nice. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, hold oh, on the oh. Precarious Picks for a minute. Hold on. Oh, no. There's a bit of other news. In case anybody's interested. Is it this just Dan Snyder... Dan Snyder is no longer on the board of Six Flags. Did you guys know this? That's because they went bankrupt and he didn't want to deal with it anymore. That's right. I think I he, think he's starting to learn to sit back and just chill. They already so going to let someone else do. They it. already closed down the Kentucky one here, right in Louisville. They just like closed up shop. Wow. Are they like? I I think I saw that there was like a roller coaster for sale on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some company that I think is going to buy it, like some. Uh, I think some Canadian Used roller company. coaster still in good shape. <laughs> Only has killed Works two fine. people. It's like it's like five hundred five hundred thousand dollars OBO. No, they did have a problem. Like <laughs> I think it was last year or the year before, they had some ride that ended up cutting off some girl's feet. 
Oh, you told me about that. <laughs> oh, man, that's right. It severed oh, her legs, man. like, below the knees. Yeah, it was messed up. Dude. And now they're oh, out of business. Man. Anyway, um, now with that being said, they didn't said, say that. They did not say that in the ad, in the Craigslist ad. Oh man, man. Anyway, so All he doesn't want to deal will, with that stuff. Will anymore. not ship. Must pick up. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, now can we get to the real wow, news? That was disturbing. Aaron's precarious picks. Yes, yes. Moving, moving into those. In case you guys did- play the music. Play the music. Dude, hold on. I Aaron's shut up for a second. No, I'm excited. I'm excited about this. In case Play you it. don't know. It. Pumped. Dude, shut up. These picks. <laughs> In case you did not you do not know the his, history about Aaron's precarious picks. His nose. We at Harry Hog Football despise people that make predictions going into the preseason because they don't know what the heck they're talking about. Because predictions never come true. It's like, oh, I think this team's going to go blah, 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 and in the first game they're going to win 21-17. But here are my predictions. And in the second game, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it's like, how do you even fathom trying to pretend to know that sort of thing? Because I do. And here they are. Because Aaron does in only the way that Aaron can. It is yeah, Aaron. Nacho. Here it is. Nacho. Nacho pick. Aaron's precarious predictions for 2010. Game one. The Dallas Cowboys roll into town. Sunday, September 12th. It's an 8-20 game. Is that Monday night? Oh, sorry. I just said Sunday. Sunday night football. Everyone knows the Redskins. It's football night in America, according to Al Roker. Everyone- Al Roker? <laughs> Al Roker? Yeah. Dude, you guys have... <laughs> if, you ever, if you watch, like... <laughs> that show that comes on on NBC in the morning, Sunrise or whatever it's called. Excuse me, Meredith. But today, yeah, by the time that show's on, I'm already on the way to work. Yeah, the Today Show. <laughs> on the Today Show, Al Roker's always on there like, and tonight, football night in America. And then he tells you who's playing. And then, they're like, then they're like, now over to Ann Curry who's cooking up some sausage. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to go ahead with my predictions here. Sunday, September the 12th. do you think will happen in this first game? Everyone knows the Redskins' record on night games the last few years. How dismal we have been. Everyone everyone also knows how dismal we've been playing the Giants in the first game of the season. We're not playing the Giants. (laughs) No, the last two years in a row we've started against the Giants on the road. So this year we're starting against the Cowboys at home. This year we're turning over a new leaf. The Cowboys and all their Dip Dip fans are going to come in thinking that they're going to destroy us because they're so awesome. How about them Cowboys? Led by their charismatic leader, Wade Phillips. (laughs) Dude, he's about as charismatic as a blue whale. (laughs) The Cowboys are going to roll into town with... Tony Romo and the boys roll into town to face Donovan McNabb and the new look Redskins. You can almost quote me on that promo. The new look Redskins. (laughs) So, here they go. Redskins remixed. This is what's going to happen. First quarter, Chris Cooley's going to score a touchdown. Fast Willie Parker is going to score another touchdown. The Cowboys are going to return the favor. Two scores. 14-14 going into the second quarter. And the Redskins will drive down the length of the field. They will be at the three-yard line, third and goal. They will hand it off to none other than Clinton Bordas, who fumbles at the one-yard line. Only only to be picked up by Josh the Parkhand Allen to run it in for his first touchdown. (laughs) Redskins go up 21-14 going into the half. Second half, the Reds can scum out smoking it. They throw a touchdown pass to none other than (laughs) Santana Moss. (laughs) 50-yard pass to Santana Moss. Then the Redskins totally shut down the Dallas Cowboys when none other than Brian Arakpo pulls a LeVar Arrington and knocks Tony Romo out of the game. Whoa. Son. Cowboys have to bring All in. All this on the first opener, Sunday night, huh? Yeah, Cowboys have to bring oh, in none other than their backup quarterback, uh, 
uh, Drew Henson or whoever it is now. <laughs> Cleo Lemon. I have no idea who their backup quarterback is. Or is it Brad Johnson? Anyway, this is awfully detailed, dude. Is it Brad Johnson? Yeah, seriously. Dude, I have I thought their backup quarterback was dude. Jeff George. Hey, my predictions aren't any more... Brad Johnson is, is retired, I think. My predictions aren't any more far-fetched than ESPN's or Mel Kuyper Jr.'s on the draft. <laughs> Very true. All right, well, we got 18,000 more games. Let's continue. Well, I'm not done with this one. Okay. Oh. Redskins those? are now leading 28-14. They knock out Tony Romo. The rest of the game is owned by the Redskins. Redskins blow them out. 42-14. to 14. Cowboys go home. Like an old pair of hands. Cowboys, Cowboys go home with their caps on backwards. It's going to be a long flight. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of guys in that fourth <laughs> quarter on the Cowboys sideline looking for blows. Looking for a blow on that sideline. Oh, my, my. All right, going into the next week. Redskins taking on the Houston Texans at home. This is where a lot of the Redskins players and coaches have come from from last season. They're going to be looking to prove to their old team that they made a good decision going to Washington. Trying to rope the Texans. Matt Shaw returning to the Washington area, which is kind of close to Charlottesville. Only to be disappointed as the Redskins whoop up and win. 48-17. to Wow. Sorry, big money. Sorry about that. That's ginormous, man. No, sure. The next week, Redskins, their first away game. We will be there. Harry Hog Football will be live in St. Louis for the game against the Rams, the lowly Rams, who have just signed a new quarterback with their first-round pick. But it will not be his day. The Redskins will jump all over the Rams from the beginning. Aaron, Josh, and John will be whooping it up in the stadium. Aaron will not get kicked out this year. <laughs> it would be Josh's turn in this game to be the uh, the turd of the three of us. Josh's turn to get kicked out of the stadium. And I refuse to do so. <laughs> well, that'll be the problem. That's why we'll kick you out. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not going, man. Adam Carricker will have a career day facing his old team. The Redskins will have two touchdown passes to none other than Fred Davis. One touchdown run by Clinton Portis. One touchdown by the other tight end, Chris Cooley. And two touchdown passes to Santana Moss. Do the math, because I don't remember how many touchdowns I just said, but it was a lot. <laughs> I think that's six, dude. That's six. <laughs> so the Redskins will win this game 42-3. to three. Oh, three. son. Dude, who let him get that field goal, man? Dude, everyone knows who let him get that field goal. It was Carlos Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming into the next week, the long-awaited matchup at Philadelphia. The Redskins have to go through the stadium dodging batteries and everything else. Ch uh, chunky soup cans being thrown at the field. <laughs> <laughs> old old copies of Madden 2008. Or seven, all the, or whatever year he was on the cover. All, they're, they're flying like frisbees around there, around the field. There, Eagles fans trying to throw up intentionally on all the Redskins fans in the stadium. Yeah, what's up with that? Just like they're prone to do. True story, by the way, on that one. Anyway, Redskins will be facing Kevin Cobb in his only his one, two, three, his fourth start since McNabb left. Sixth start ever total. The Redskins seven, six seventh. Yeah. I'm Kevin Corncob and I don't care. Kevin Corncob and I don't care. <laughs> Arakpo is going to show up and become. McNabb has gone team. away. Arakpo will have five sacks in this game. In that one single game. In the one single game, Arakpo will have including, five sacks. Is that including his own sack? <laughs> no, not including his own, which would make it six. <laughs> Donovan McNabb will throw for two touchdown passes. Clinton Portis will run for two touchdown passes. Mike Sellers will run for one touchdown. And wow. run or pass, will he catch? D'Angelo Hall will have one interception for a touchdown in this game. Hold on. And Lorenzo Alexander, just because we want to have you on the show, he'll run for a touchdown pass too. Lorenzo Alexander Son. will intercept a pass for a touchdown, and he will run for a touchdown in the heavy jumbo. I think that's eight <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> 
the Redskins win this game 56 to nothing. What? Wow. Solid. Moving forward. I'm taking a long time on this stuff. All right, let me. Cheese Packers. Yeah, dude, you're only on like week five. All right. The Redskins will play at home the Green Bay Packers Sackers. Cheese <laughs> uh, Packers. And the Redskins. All right, I'm just going to run down this. The Redskins will win this game. 21 14 Ooh, No dude close game. That is a close game And you haven't even mentioned Something's wrong with your predictions I think Aaron Because you haven't even mentioned Albert Hainsworth's been out I was going to say the same already. thing You haven't brought up Albert Hainsworth at all <laughs> Do you know something That the rest of us don't know About Fat Albert And his future with the Washington Redskins Yes, I do. No, I was just thinking that basically he would have been injured like two or three games ago, so we would have, you know. No, in all these he, games, he was, in all these games, my predictions are based on him playing one third of the time and getting a blow on the sideline for the other two. Yeah, yeah, pretty. Or, much. An, or an X-ray of some sort. Because if he actually played the whole game, these teams wouldn't be able to score any points. <laughs> Except no, if he actually played the whole game, dude, he'd be laying on the field when everybody else walked off. If he actually played the whole game, it would be the only game he ever played the whole game because he'd probably have a heart attack on the field. The next game right. is October 17th, night game. Week 6. Against Week the Colts. Six. Night game. Against Mark's favorite team, the Colts. They... Are we going to that game too? It's in Washington. Oh, no, that's a home game. That's a home game. We're gotcha. still on the boycott at least for one more season. Anyway. We're only going to a away game. Redskin, or the Colts will roll into Washington thinking they're all big and bad. Um, Peyton Manning will not be at his best as he has just recorded three direct TV commercials that same day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Peyton Manning will throw two interceptions. One to who? Ready for this? Carlos Rogers. What? And the other one will be picked off by London Fletcher. All right. Brian Arakpo will have three sacks. They'll finally... The refs will finally start deciding to call false starts on Peyton Manning for his shenanigans. And so the Colts will rack up a bunch of uh, of penalties. The Colts will have, however, re-signed Hunter Smith, who will have a huge day and punt all of his punts at least over 60 yards. But the Redskins... I think what you failed failed to mention, though, is the reason Peyton Manning's having such a bad day is because one of those DirecTV commercials was recorded with Carrot Top. (laughs) <laughs> and so Carrot Top came to see the game, and Carrot Top then becomes Peyton Manning's Jessica Simpson. Moving on. Go ahead. So, Redskins will pull this one out and win 35-24. to 24. Carrot Top will become Peyton Manning's Jessica Simpson. It would have been more, dude. The Redskins would have won by more in this game. However, Tom Cruise decided to attend. <laughs> However, <laughs> in the middle of the fourth quarter, Carrot Top goes running on the sta- out into the field of the stadium with, like, a bag full of props. And nothing else. And nothing else. Next week, at Chicago. Thus, thus prompting a steroid investigation into Peyton Manning. <laughs> Dude, that, that's traumatizing just to think about it. Oh, Moving ahead. Yeah, move on, please. Sorry, Aaron. Go, 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 go. All right, let me hurry go. this thing Next up. week. Next week at Chicago, it's not. It's going to be an uneventful game. People are going to start talking about the Redskins as being a contender since they've been whooping the up Bears. everyone. They'll go. The they will go into Chicago and they will whoop up on the Bears. Mm, I'm going to have to say, thirty-eight to three. However, Holy crap. However, wow. The true. However. The true story of this game is that Larry Michaels. Suspiciously does not make the trip, leaving the radio commentating to Adam Sheenan or whatever his name is, and Sonny and Sam. All right, just keep that in the back of your head. And, and the and the other thing is, as soon as this game is over, Rex Grossman gets cut. <laughs> Moving on. Next game. Uh, next game at Detroit. Uh, Redskins march in there, and a la 1991, first game of the season, the Redskins will whoop up on Detroit. And win the game 40, 45 to nothing. nothing. Yeah! Oh. Bringing back old memories. 
of the Redskins. And in a surprise move that everyone will be happy about, Sonny and Sam will be joined in the booth by none other than Frank Herzog. Now that is a bold prediction and one that we all hope comes true. The next week is the bye week, November 7th, and we all learn that Larry Michaels has been... And Frank Herzog what? is going to take over as the interim play-by-play man. Um, oh, interim on on a, a trial basis to see if he's good <laughs> see enough. If he's good enough. <laughs> anyway. All right, can I lead into the, the, the Philly game really quick for you then? Yeah, go ahead. The next week at Philly, it's a Monday night game, 8.30 on November the 15th. We find out that Larry Michaels is now commentating for the Eagles. Ooh. Ooh. We have the picture to prove it. <laughs> anyway, this is going to be the Eagles coming to Washington for the first time since Donovan McNabb has come over. And Washington will, of course, remain undefeated and beat the Eagles 35-7. to the next week the 21st at the Titans Albert Fat Albert Hainsworth will be playing he will be playing out of his mind against his old team he will account for two tackles sackles I might call them two sackles sackles Arakpo with three sacks and Vince Young will be knocked out of the game by none other than Andre Cotta Thus bringing in Aaron's favorite quarterback of all time, the alcoholic. Ronnie Ronnie Millsap. Ronnie Millsap. Ronnie Millsap will be brought in at quarterback and will be knocked out of the game. No, Kerry Collins, dude. Kerry P. Collins will be knocked out of the game by none other than Jeremy Jarman. (laughs) And the Redskins will whoop up and win this game. Hmm. 35 to 10. Now the question is, how many heads will Albert Hainsworth stomp on in this particular game in his return to Nashville? He's not going to stomp on any heads. He's saving that for Sunday, December 19th at 1 p.m. Okay, we all know what's coming up there. All right, let's move forward. The Vikings with uh, Cincinnati quarterback um, (laughs) Brett Favre deciding to come back this week. He, he needed Brett to. Favre is about online with that dude from Major League, the old pitcher that puts all the stuff on his uniform. Bardall. He has been insured. He's been insured another season. Redskins with their revamped defense will shut down um, uh, Peterson. Adrian old Peterson. Man old man Favre will be forced to throw the whole game. But without Artis Hicks, how are they going to hold up on the offensive line? Not Didn't they catch well. him for... Then they catch him for doping too many Doan's backfields. <laughs> Redskins are going to squeak this ah, one out. For Redskins are only going to squeak this game out and win 24-10. to 10. And the only reason is because Carlos Rogers actually had an interception that he held on to. Dude, that's two in one season. I, think, I don't know about these predictions. I'm starting to question them at this point. Yeah, that's pretty bold. Yeah. Don't include that in my prediction, what Josh just said about two interceptions for Carlos, because I don't think there's any way that that could happen. (laughs) (laughs) All this other stuff is pretty believable, but that just goes beyond. Okay. All right. Either of you guys want to take a couple of these predictions? John, Josh? No, I guess I'll pick up the one at the the new Ghetto Lands. Uh, The Redskins are going to bust themselves in. Um, thinking about the Sopranos as they drive up uh, the Jersey Turnpike and they go by that big-ass uh, oil facility and all that stuff. And as they're going in and they, they bump over a couple of speed bump bodies on the way into the parking lot, uh, the Redskins are going to get off the bus, walk into the new ghetto lands and say, Oh, this is our new house! And not talking about anything in particular in the game, Redskins are going to come out on top. 21-17. It's going to be a squeaker, but the Redskins are going to start a new 
a new deal up in, in New York because they are tired of losing in the swampland to New Jersey. And that will make nice. me extremely happy because I'm tired of losing to the Giants, like I said last year. I'd almost Especially on the road. The I couldn't even tell you the last time the Redskins have won in the ghetto lands, in the swamplands. And they may, they may in fact, discover Jimmy Hoffa's body while they're up there. Josh. Nice. John. All right, I'll take the... I'll take the next one. All right, take it. All right, Sunday, December the 12th. Where's the music? It's on, dude. It's a good one. All right, Sunday, December the 12th. Tampa Bay Buccaneers actually come to FedEx Field instead of the Redskins having to go to that pirate ship down there in Tampa Bay. It's it's the huge NFC Southeast rivalry between the Washington Redskins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which for some That's reason right. they didn't play last year for the first time in, what, a decade? That's right. So, anyway, so the Bucks come into town. Um, Mike Shanahan looks to Joey Galloway and says, what do we have to do here? Galloway says, I know all their moves. You throw me the ball. Joey Galloway comes up with two TDs. Santana Moss picks up another one. Mike Allstott, no, wait a minute. We're still mad about that guy from a few years ago. That that unfair. Joey Galloway's not making the team, dude. But anyway, go ahead. If this is your prediction, go ahead. (laughs) He gets cut after the game. I just haven't gotten to that part. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) They're like, thanks for those two touchdowns. (laughs) He he just made two touchdowns. What are you going to do next? I'm getting cut. (laughs) (laughs) Leron Landry and Reed Dowdy have a huge game. They both cost. They cost three fumbles. Uh, combined. One of them gets picked up and run all the way back for a touchdown by Reed Downey, who gets turf-toed at the end of the game. That's okay because Chris Horton comes in to spell him. He just can't cut. <laughs> Long story short... He can only cover the, Tam- the pass plays that they know are going to be a streak. <laughs> That's it. Long story short, Tampa Bay goes down. Final score, 28-3. Nice. All right, moving in, December 19th, 1 p.m. at Dallas. Wade Phillips, the charismatic leader of the Cowboys, is going to be trying to push his... Uh, <laughs> his girth around? <laughs> his uh, seven and six Cowboys towards the uh, playoffs. They need a victory in no, eight Dallas. And seven. Eight and six. Seven and five at this point. Sorry, seven and five. So, Five and seven. the Redskins come in with Donovan McNabb, who tears them up, just like the first game. And the Dallas Cowboys do not get the zero off the board at the end of this one, folks. It's Redskins, you- 73, Dallas zero. <laughs> Dude, if that happens, I will buy a brick at the Dallas Cowboys stadium. And just say 73 zero. That's it. This is 73 nothing scoreboard. And John is so elated at the end of this game that we can't contact him for a week because he's so high up in the clouds. Nice. All right, two more games. Two more. Take it, John. All right. No, no, dude. This is your precarious picks. You need to take this last pick for what could possibly be the last game in Jacksonville ever if they get moved to L.A. after the season. The last game in Jacksonville. Will be. Uh, it's going to be uh, reminiscent. It's of, on Boxing Day. Yeah, the day after Christmas, everyone's going to be like full from eating so much on Christmas Day, full of turkey and stuff. Albert Hainsworth will not make the trip because he can't get off. <laughs> because, he, because Dan Snyder does not want to pay the extra money to put him on the plane because he's he's past the weight. <laughs> he doesn't want to pay for two seats. So, our answer <laughs> stays home. Redskins are rolling in with an undefeated season. Everyone's talking about Miami and how it can't be done again. Not by this team. The Redskins squeak one out in Jacksonville in the game that they should win but almost didn't. Redskins win it. 42-12. to 12. And on the way, and as the Redskins are leaving the stadium and their bus, Jacksonville is loading all their stuff into Mayflower trucks and driving cross-country. Dude, they're not Mayflower. They've got, like, U-Hauls sitting out there. 
Yeah, they're making what's his face. They, can't, you see they can't afford Mayflower. They got U-Haul, so they got to pack them themselves. And people are, like, taking seats out of the stadium, and on the way out the door, um, Maurice Jones-Drew <laughs> is signing the seats for them. <laughs> Take off your cleats and jocks, boys. you got to move some boxes. <laughs> and sell them. Oh, Make sure man. you sell them on the way out, the people out of the stadium. Here's, here's, his, here's Maurice Jones-Drew's used yellow cake signed. For like fifty bucks. No, they do, dude. They, they're colored. They don't have yellow. They're like they'd be like teal. It would be like teal cake, teal cake. Here's his teal cake. <laughs> you can have Maurice's teal cake. <laughs> Autographed for fifty bucks. <sighs> All right, dude. So since we're doing the precarious picks, the Redskins obviously have a buy in the first week, so they've got two playoff games before they get to the Super Bowl. In Dallas. Wait, hold on, dude. I got to go to the last game of the season. Don't forget. That's right, man. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. January You're all 2nd. You're David Gerard and whatnot. Keep going. <laughs> January 2nd. <laughs> Redskins Giants at home. After this undefeated season, 15 and 0 so far, Aaron, Josh, and John will decide to lift the ban on Redskins Stadium and go lift to Whitney. boycott. Lift the boycott and go to the game to try to uh, witness this historic event of a team going undefeated. And, and, Dan Snyder has this amazing change of heart. He sees how important the fans are and decides to give back to them. So before the game, there's this huge Ronnie Millsap concert. (laughs) (laughs) And outside the stadium, Jimmy Dean sets up and gives free breakfast biscuits. So, during the game, um, Donovan McNabb injured. Injured in the first what? quarter. What? Oh, no. Rex Grossman has to come in. Luckily for Redskins fans, he's injured in the next series as Stefan Oddbuyer Hire. Oddbody Hire misses a block. Colt Brennan, <laughs> John's girlfriend's cuz, comes to the helm and leads the Redskins to two touchdowns. Redskins win an absolute squeaker in this one. No joke. 14 to 13. Whoa, Brennan. There you have it, folks. The regular season, precarious predictions. I can't go beyond that. You can't go beyond that. I really can't go beyond that because I don't know what other teams are going to be in the playoffs besides us. No, that's true. But I can't predict but this. Really, Super really, Bowl. Super Bowl. Really, does it matter? Super Bowl. We know it won't be the Cowboys, and it won't be the Eagles, and it won't be the Giants. Super Bowl. <laughs> there you have it, nice. folks. The precarious predictions. It's about time for us to wrap this thing up until uh, next week. I think so. Um, hope Woo! you enjoy them. Redskins go 16-0. and That's my prediction. If I'm wrong, you can, you know, whatever. Doesn't really matter because I'm going to be just seven as right. of you guys and girls out there listening. You can uh, email us if you want if Aaron's wrong. Yeah, and uh, basically, I'm not going to be any more wrong than the people on ESPN or anything like that. So, yeah, the people on They'll probably hear this podcast and like print it all. <laughs> yeah, Bleacher. You check tomorrow on the Bleacher Report. It's going to be like. Redskins will go 16 and 0 as predicted by Sources say Redskins will be 16 and 0. Sources say. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty good sources and all, but you know, come on. Anyway, uh, so so for the for the five and a half of you who are still listening to us, check us out on Facebook. Uh, Harry Hog, we'd love to be your friend. Just uh, you know, request to be our friend on Facebook, Harry Hog. Uh, also follow us on Twitter, Harry Hog. And send us some email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. And uh, I think that about wraps it up for this week. Uh, we'll save this other go stuff the website. next week. Go, go to the website, check it out. John uh, John and Aaron uh, put up some, some good posts. I've been slack. But, uh, you know, well, you've been building it, and we've been, we've been writing it. So, you know. Anyway. There you go. Josh hey, builds it, and we write it. All I can say is hail to the Redskins. Looking forward to the season. And if you guys see a Cowboys fan this week, you make sure you that you joke
Bye bye.